Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching, mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, December 16th. Steph, it's not a very nice day outside. If this were snow, we'd be in big trouble. I know. <laughs> That's but, a lot uh, of moisture A lot out of there. wind. I'll tell you, I drove home from the Soy City Decatur last yes. night, and there were multiple times I wondered yeah. if my little car was going to stay <laughs> on the highway or not. But we're so glad that you're joining us. It's hard to believe that Christmas is just nine days away. Oh. Do you have all your shopping done? I'm not doing any shopping Okay, this year. well then you're done. All of my people are at the age where all they want is cash. They want so the money, okay. I, I can do that, that's easy. Well, that's all good. But we're glad that you're joining us and we've got a great show today. And we're going to start off with uh, Mr. Newhoff Media. Mike Holvey joins us once again. Mike, how you doing? I'm well, thank you. It's great to see you in the studio. Mm-hmm. Well, you're always in studios. It's right. just a matter of which, which studio, which ones. <laughs> good to be uh, back live. Of course, we had to go back live, Ben Smith, who's kind of our guy behind the scenes at Second Church, uh, did just an incredible thing. He donated a kidney. Mm -hmm. So he had surgery a week ago and has been recovering, doing great. I had lunch with him yesterday. Doing well? He had steak and shake chili. Well, then I'd say he's doing well if you're eating steak and shake chili. That's right. But we're just so thankful to have the opportunity to be back in the studio. But Mike, I want to begin by saying last night I was in Decatur for Direct Line Decatur, the original Direct Line, and you guys have some new studio digs. What a great space. Well, thank you. We're very proud of it. It's been a project we've been working on for now about a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we took a, a space that was on the sixth floor of the old Millican Bank building in downtown yeah. Decatur, which is a hundred-year-old, beautiful building with rich history. Mm-hmm. And it was the sixth floor on the west side. And thanks to, to, to the owner and the developer of the building, who's a good friend and, yeah. and a good community guy, yeah. designed amazing space. <laughs> we're utilizing some very cool technology. And I know last night you were on the WSOI Decatur version yes. of Direct Line. Yes. And I was, on, of course, I follow you on social media, you know, <laughs> to Africa and back. Yeah. <laughs> and which, by the way, was very, very cool. Yeah. But I knew you were in the space last night, and I could tell you were like a kid in the candy uh-huh. store. Yeah. I was. It was beautiful. I was. Yeah. It was yeah. great. And the view from the sixth floor nice. last night was just picturesque. Yeah. You got all the lights in downtown Decatur and mm. uh, just really a neat yeah, deal. So the but challenge from the business perspective with that is, okay, people, stop get, looking hey. out the window. <laughs> I get know. Let's get back I know, to work. <laughs> I know. That's right. Well, hey, real quick, I was going to do this at the end of the show, but say a word about my friend Wayne Kent. He's been over and done radio with Steph and I, and he told me last night, Steph, he wants to come back oh, and, and join us for another show yeah. in the, yeah. the months ahead. But he's been doing this for over 16 years. Talk mm. about Wayne and the impact of direct line indicator and really all throughout central Illinois. Well, first of all, you wouldn't be here. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the direct line radio right. show. And uh, I met you through that. I know before you came to Danville, you and I had a great conversation uh, in our radio stations over in Decatur about this ministry. Right. Um, and, right. you know, would this be possible. Mm-hmm. So this wouldn't mm-hmm. be possible without mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Right. But the inspiration for that was is Wayne Kent, who's senior pastor uh, in, in Decatur. And, you know, he is looking at yeah. some life changes. Yeah, he's announced his retirement oh. that, um, this summer, next summer. He's mm-hmm. going to step away. And Brian Talty, longtime associates, taken over. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, I just look at Wayne and what he's done, and uh, it's just been a great blessing. It really has. Well, well the concept of a radio show that is 
you know, that is presented by a local church, mm-hmm. but isn't a typical right. radio show it's not preaching. presented right. by a church right. mm-hmm. is, is, you know, is when we got over there and the Newha family bought the radio stations in 2008, uh, Wayne was one of the first shows that I became aware of. Yeah. It's like, I really like this concept. Yep. And, 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 and you have carried it and then ha- have done amazing things with it in the Vermilion County version. So, you know, I look forward to your 23rd year to see <laughs> what it's going to be like. But, oh, uh, man. Wait. I don't know if I'm going to be alive 20 years I from now. So. <laughs> wow. I would hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. Well, that's good stuff. Hey, real quick, Step Up. You know, Step Up had a huge announcement almost two weeks ago. But before we get into that huge announcement, I want you just to say a word about Step Up and why you think Step Up mm-hmm. has been a blessing for Vermilion County well, and this whole area. No question, it has been a blessing. And it really came from, first of all, it started with Deanna Witzel, uh, with conversations with community leader, leaders to say, everyone's working, and I, I hate buzzwords, but everyone's working in silos, right? right. Mm-hmm. And we're all mm-hmm. focused on the things that are around us in our own worlds. Mm-hmm. But we really need to make sure that we're working together and you know, and tackling the big, big issues that we're all concerned about. And so... From those conversations to the Global Leadership Summit right. to activating Vermilion County leaders and Danville leaders, Step Up started. Yeah. And when it started, it was like, okay, everyone's together. Now what? Mm-hmm. Right, right. And, and mm-hmm. it took a while, which mm-hmm. these things do. Right. Mm-hmm. And it finally, you know, got its footing and we identified, you know, three critical areas in the community and how yeah. we might work on that, both from a business community and a faith community and social service community. And what are those three areas? And you're looking at family mm-hmm. and parenting. Mm-hmm. We look at our substance abuse issues and we look at mental mm-hmm. health. Yeah. And and I chose mental health. Yeah. Uh, and I, we have some family issues that related to that. Mm-hmm. And I've been very open with that, you know, yeah. with our groups that step mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And I'm very proud of some of the things that have a lot of the things that have occurred. And then because of Step Up, so uh-huh. because the community was working together, mm-hmm. we introduced, and again, you were very familiar with it, and you were on the very first group that went, because of our experience in Decatur, there is a special, special organization mm-hmm. in Decatur called Crossings Healthcare. Right. And Crossings Healthcare is an FQHC. So What's everybody that? likes their alphabet soup. <laughs> Federally Qualified <laughs> Health Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... What the federal government likes to do in terms of how it moves money into communities quickly is the FQHC network. Mm-hmm. And so we have, a, we, have a, we have a single FQHC in Vermilion County, but we have so many opportunities and right. so many areas that we need help in. Mm-hmm. So our friends in Decatur said, here's an idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the idea gets, gets planted. Mm-hmm. And then from there, conversations are had, networks yeah. are utilized. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we get introduced to a new group called the Southern Illinois Healthcare Foundation, mm-hmm. which is an FQHC, yeah. which became aware of Vermilion County. And the reason they were aware of Vermilion County and the reason that they were interested in coming to Vermilion County was Step Up. Right. Because it was an example of mm-hmm. that community is working together. Right. Yeah. Right. That yeah. community is working together. And if they're working together, we want to learn more. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how it started. Right. And it right. just kind of built itself up. And, yeah. and at the meeting two weeks ago, as I was sharing in my little part, I said, you know, what what this is, is has been a... It, an amazing game of connect the dots. Right. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and the last dot is that their announcement that they're coming to Vermilion County, which occurred at the step up meeting two weeks ago at Second Church. 
and then what that will mean for the community. It's yeah. it's the beginning. And and I liken it to this. We've just literally stepped on the field of play. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I mean, there's been all sorts of work to get there. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. It's the first step yeah. on the field right. of the game that yeah. ultimately will mean that our community will improve, that we will be able to provide services to folks that are in need. Yeah. And, and what is what was the big announcement? I mean, the like big our announcement listeners. is <laughs> that the Southern Illinois Healthcare Foundation is establishing mm-hmm. AFQHC two facilities in Vermilion County. Wow. One immediately, and, and right. by immediately, they've begun construction with a partnership with Danville High School, right. which will target students at Danville High School mm-hmm. and staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's their first step into mm-hmm. uh, the community. So they'll be able to provide services. And some of the services are amazing because they're, they're going to utilize beyond the school nurse, right. Right? right? which for some people is a primary Right. Healthcare provider. Sadly. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. So now through with the program that they're going to offer is uh, like telemedicine mm-hmm. for students. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if a student is needing some medical attention mm-hmm. in another school, they're going to be able to get on the system nice. yeah. and, and they will be medical staff on site at Danville High School. But they'll also be able to serve the other schools within District 118. When do, when will that start? Construction is starting now. Yeah. Okay, in yeah. the building or on yeah. the site. Yeah. Yeah, yeah in, uh, downstairs at Danville gotcha. High School. Okay. And yeah. then the idea is the construction will be finished. And I can tell you, as what Greg just talked about, we're only six months behind with that right. project. Right. <laughs> right. Got a friend of mine who's building a new radio station in Ohio. He's only a year behind. Right. right. But so they're dealing with some of the supply chain sure. issues at, at Danville High School. But it will be open this school year. Awesome. And then the this se- is great news. The yeah. second yeah. piece yeah. was, and again, I just think it makes so much sense. Um, the site of the former St. Elizabeth Hospital, yes. uh, Sager Campus, as yeah. it was as it was mm-hmm. known, mm-hmm. Um, you know, has been sitting empty Correct. for many, 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 many years, mm-hmm. and so that land has been identified as the location mm-hmm. of a permanent medical center that will be built by the Southern Illinois Healthcare yeah. Foundation, yeah. and it will begin to provide services against these key areas right. that we've right. identified right. that right. Step Up has already said, this is something that we all need to work together. Mm-hmm. Right. And the neat thing about Step Up is Carl and OSF are at the table. Right. Mm-hmm. Christy's at the table. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Aunt Martha's is a part of our mm-hmm. group. Right. You know, um, yeah. You, you really are seeing everybody. so many come together, and it's how can we improve in these areas. Now, there was a grim milestone that was passed by our country in mid-November. I'm uh, linking a CNN article when our show is over today, but it says drug overdose deaths top 100,000 annually for the first time driven by fentanyl, the CDC data shows. Mm-hmm. Um, that just tells me, Mike, this is needed more than ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, you know, and, and that those statistics, that th- that's not a socioeconomic issue. Right. It, right. it affects oh, right. households, as we know, in this yep. community. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What the situation is. If you look five years ago, I think there's a case that many people probably didn't know someone that had been impacted Mm -hmm. by addiction and overdose and even an overdose death. I I bet right now everybody knows Mm -hmm. someone Mm -hmm. that has lived that. And it's like you said, it's not that that vision that maybe you had years ago of, you know, the homeless person Mm -hmm. in the alley behind the building in the poor part of town. Um, How do you think Southern Illinois Healthcare Foundation can help us here in Vermilion County begin to say, we want to help people struggling with addiction now, right now, when the facility is built. One of the things that that is so that that is opened my eyes during all of this is, you know, the 
everyone understands we need services, right? Mm-hmm. How hard it is to actually bring this, and this is from the service providers. Yeah. Uh, how hard it is to actually get the services to communities that they desperately need. Right. In the community. Yeah. Now, you know, one of the things that Step Up did was to provide transportation, mm-hmm. right. which was great, right. to get people to an inpatient situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, you know, that's been a plus of Step Up, but it was just a But small, it's still the transportation mm-hmm. issue. That it's yeah. A tra- and, yeah. And here was... And the, and yeah. The, and to answer your question this way, one of the gentlemen that came and spoke to, to our group two weeks ago from the Southern Illinois Healthcare Foundation... Uh, Zach, I think his mm-hmm. name was Zach. Mm-hmm. Zach in our breakout group, mm-hmm. and and Tanya Andricks, who is the director of crossings, she came to Danville. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated her day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Terry White and I were at the front of the room, and, and Zach's talking, and he said, "Here," and, and he's only been a part of the organization for four months. Okay, he said, "I was in," and, and I'm going to answer your question here. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of wandering, but yeah. he said, "I was in healthcare." And I didn't think I was making an impact. He said, then I met Larry, who's the head of mm-hmm. the Southern Illinois Healthcare Foundation. And I under, I, then I began to understand how they go about creating programs and solving problems. And I knew I needed to be on this team. Yeah. So he left his job in healthcare wow. and joined the, the FQHC. Mm-hmm. But here's what he said. He said, when we attack problems, we don't look at the top of the list we look at the bottom of the list, yeah. and you mentioned transportation. And yeah. He said, for, and we're talking about the Metro East area because uh-huh. they're in the Metro East area. He said, in the Metro East area, one of the biggest barriers to providing care and access, getting access to care, is transportation. Yeah. And so we built it, and he said, we built a medical center, a clinic around the idea that you wouldn't have to worry about traveling to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they attacked the bottom of the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said, everyone else who has access to transportation can figure it out. Mm-hmm. But what about that individual who right. can't? Right. So let's build our program to address them mm-hmm. and then it'll take care of everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I thought, holy cow, I yeah. love that problem Absolutely. solving. Mm-hmm. So like this particular issue, you know, they're, they're gonna focus on on substance abuse. They're right. gonna focus on programs t- that are specific to the needs of our community. Mm-hmm. Right. Plus, see, they can tap into federal dollars that s- certain local agencies can't or they have – or it's more difficult. Right. Mm-hmm. So to be able to bring those dollars in, but what – again, one of the things I like about Central Illinois Healthcare Foundation is they're talking collaboratively with our current service providers. Right. They're here to be a partner. They are not here to replace. Right. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Hey, step up. Um, I was really surprised, and I've heard this twice in this year – People in this community challenged me on, um, you know, they're not buying Step Up. Hmm. And they're saying not all the leaders are there. Or maybe not some of the more influential leaders are hmm. there. Um, what do you say to that as someone that's been a I, I have my own answer. But sure. I'd love to know what you would say to that to someone that's saying they're not buying Step Up. Well, first of all, I would, I would challenge the longevity of Step Up to this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many great ideas have we had? Right. You know, at, right. at any community, great ideas. We're going to solve all the problems mm-hmm. in the world. We're going to have mm-hmm. a big meeting. Mm-hmm. We're going to pull everybody together. Right. And then six months later, crickets. Sizzle. Right. Yep. Not that people don't care. They right. don't want to solve these right. problems. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. So the fact that we are four years in, mm-hmm. there is tangible results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And the tangible results 
are just the beginning. Right. Like mm-hmm. I say, we're just stepping onto the field of play. Right. So those folks who are skeptical, yeah. you know, about it, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say look at the fact that the momentum is only building. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That the resources that we have put together, not only from inside the community, but outside the community, really, to me, yeah. are signs mm-hmm. of positive growth. And it's it's something to you know if yeah. you want to continue to pay attention to it, great. Yeah. If you want to come join it, yeah. Even that's what I'd well, say. That's yeah. my answer. Go ahead. Yeah. Did you challenge the person? I did. The people say both of invite them. these influential absolutely. leaders to absolutely. come. Absolutely, I said and check absolutely. It out. Yeah. All are welcome. Yeah. Uh, I've made almost every step up meeting right. in the two and a half years I've served here, and I've never one time heard any of your leadership team say this is only for certain people, mm-hmm. or you have to have this pedigree, or you mm-hmm. have to live in this neighborhood, or anything along those lines. It is all are welcome. Mm-hmm. Come be a part of helping make Vermilion County the best place it possibly so can be. So then I would I would use this anecdote, and that is, if it's not effective, then why is there a mother? There's actually multiple mothers mm-hmm. who are active participants in the program yeah. who have lost children right. mm-hmm. in yeah. the last few yeah. years yeah. Mm-hmm. who come to step up, who come to the meetings, mm-hmm. who actively participate in one of the work groups yeah. because it's their way of turning tragedy yep. mm-hmm. into something better. It's pretty good. And yeah. So it's not meant for just someone with a title. I no, mean, no, not at all. The, it's the influential leader. It's everybody. No, it's I, anybody. I mean, I'll say this, my world of church, yeah. I, I'm disappointed we don't have more ministers mm-hmm. that are a part of mm-hmm. it. You know, Pastor Miller's there. Miles mm-hmm. Clark has been there. Of course, Dale Daniel's part of the leadership mm-hmm. team. But, you know, I want more and more of the people in my world, mm-hmm. clergy, we'll mm-hmm. use that term, mm-hmm. to get there and be a part of it because it helps them. It helps their church. Mm-hmm. It helps the community. It's mm-hmm. um, the community rising up, stepping up, saying, we love our community, but we want our community to be the very best it possibly can be. And again, no one's given up. Right, and right. Look at, look, at, look at what what is about Thank goodness. to happen. Right. What is the timeline for that campus or that facility? Uh, the, the, the campus itself, so there's there's three things. One is the Danville High School Project, right. which DIRT is moving now. Right. However yeah. you describe right. Right. This you know, school year is right. going to happen. This school right. year, right. it's right. happening right. now. The school board's been supportive. Dr. G right. has been very supportive. Yeah. Sees the benefit, understands yeah. the challenges of the students. And let me ask you, that's not just for like uh, substance abuse problems with teenagers. It's for any like any health issue correct any yeah. health it's issue establishing yeah. a health center yeah. and, you know, health i've got a pain in my side yeah. and i don't yeah. i mean yeah. Yeah. But if you can keep it yeah. you know if you can address an issue yeah. with a student keep them in the classroom great yep. right. a staff member you know who right. needs to seek some medical right. care gotcha. doesn't need to leave the building take a sick day take right. a sick day right. and have right. substitute in 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 all of that gotcha. and can get mm-hmm. what they need yep. um it's which great. is terrific. Then the downtown project, uh, and again, the mayor and, and, and all of our leaders are working on that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're working on the plans, mm-hmm. and, and you know, by the time you move dirt and all of that sort mm-hmm. of thing, it might be a year and a half mm-hmm. or so mm-hmm. that you know you're you actually see this mm-hmm. you know shiny new building in yeah. the facility. Mm-hmm. But they're also looking at space to be to open a temporary facility. Okay. So that's kind of the third element. Is actually yeah. probably the second where they can begin to provide these services mm-hmm. and start establishing mm-hmm. these programs mm-hmm. earlier than waiting on the final construction of the new building. Yeah. So they're actually looking. So that would actually be number two. And then yeah. number three yeah. is the is the construction. And then, to me, it's four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Now what? Yeah, yeah. right. right. They're not going yeah. away. Right, right. You know, right. They're yeah. not going away. They're a force away. to be reckoned with, and we're blessed. Mm-hmm. No, Absolutely. It's, it's, you know, it's hey, I'm going to get you. Nothing's ever perfect, but well, <laughs> maybe one. But Mike, I'm going to get yeah. you out of here. Yes. Last question. 
how can the people that listen to Direct Line that are praying people pray for you, for Newhoff Media, for uh, what's happening in our community right now? Well, you know what? I, just praying for support for our, you know, our folks. Like every business in Vermilion County, we look a little differently than we did two years ago. Right, um, right. You know, individuals have gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, You know, there are fewer people doing more work. Right, right. And, you know, it's very important work. As, yeah. you know, as you mm-hmm. know, it's like Triple D sitting here. You yeah. know, it's the people that make things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that, I mean, I, I believe that, you know, our company is it has a mission of service, uh-huh. you know, to the communities mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we serve, whether it's the food drive indicator, it's mm-hmm. the things that we do here in Danville and, right. and, and everywhere else mm-hmm. that the Newhoff family is at. So just supporting that is uh, is always appreciated. Mm-hmm. All right. Mike Holvey, Newhoff Media, thanks for taking time today. I know you're a busy man. Well, I think yep. we off, uh, also need to offer our congratulations on his award. I forgot given, all about the, the award. Rotary Take Club. it away, Steph. Well, I, yes. I can't remember. What is the It's exact, a Rotary Award. Rotary is that Club right? Award? Service Award? It was the service. It was yes. the vocational service That's award. the whole reason nice. I brought you oh, in. Congratulations. Man. Thank you. Do you I, see why I have awesome. Stephanie as a part of this show? Yeah. You should. That's right. That's right. My friend Stephanie, we hear it always on the promos. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. Well deserved. Absolutely. Great, and great job on this program. Show number 94. Yeah. You know, Four. A, again, yeah. I'm looking forward to 194. 100. Well, there you go. Show 500 and, <laughs> and, and what happens as a result. We'll have a party if we make it to Sounds 500. Okay. So, Thank Mike Holby, Newhoff Media. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. All right, Bonds Tank Wash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermilion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. PC. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. 
Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darby's to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermillion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great! You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg and Steph. It is Thursday, December 16. Um, you know, I put the show number every week, mm-hmm. but I never really pay attention I didn't to really it. Either. Show 94. Man. We're going to hit 100 here before long. But how is that possible? It just seems like not long ago we were uh, beginning this I know, thing. the first so. time. I didn't know if I was going to even yeah, do it. But yeah. Um, yeah, lots of interesting people we've met. Yeah. Of course, Mike Hulvey is so positive. I right. love his right. positivity about our community right. and right. the good things that are happening in it. So, yep. Yeah. And I would just say, I, I didn't mention this. The next step up meeting will be in mid January mm-hmm. and all are welcome. Yeah, and if you're skeptical of step up, come and check it out. Yeah, you know, you're not sure. making a commitment to be there forever and ever. They meet every other month and um, it's at second church, usually on a Friday morning mm-hmm. and you're out of there in a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And it really is encouraging mm-hmm. to see all that is happening. Yeah. Hey, I got more bad news that I mm-hmm. wanted to bring to the, to the forefront. Just see what your take on this is in 2021, the Fraternal Order of Police said that more police officers, law enforcement officers, have been shot and killed in this mm-hmm. year than any other year in history. It's wow. an all-time high. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how do you react to that? Um, well, does that surprise you or not really? It's just it's just shocking, the lack of respect, really. And I think that's what it is. It's an, it's an issue of respect for authority. And yeah. so I don't think it shocks me. But, I mean, they, you know, they still have a month left to go, you know, with this right. article. And it's just sad. I mean, they are they're people that have families and they're just going to work and doing their job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we sad. saw that yeah. when we had the opportunity to talk to Amber Oberheim, right. you know, who lost her yes. husband, Chris, yes. Champaign yeah. City police yeah. officer. And she has been on a mission. And I want to just kind of keep her mission alive and well mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the direct line audience. She mm-hmm. is trying to change that narrative. She is trying to speak up for law enforcement. Now, there was an election in November in New York City. And they elected Democrat Eric Adams, who is a former police officer. Mm. And uh, I heard an interview with him last week on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And he basically, New, New York City's just out of control. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have just went bonkers the last year and a half mm-hmm. in terms of crime mm-hmm. and violence. Mm-hmm. And he said, things are changing. And he said, there's going to hmm. be some people that are unhappy, but Good. we are changing the narrative. He said, hmm. if there is abuses in law enforcement, I will lead the charge mm-hmm. to prosecute that case. Mm-hmm. But things are absolutely changing. Good. And it was very much a law and order message. Mm-hmm. And Steph, I think that's where we need to be. I think we need to support mm-hmm. police officers. If there are um, crimes that take place mm-hmm. by police officers, they should absolutely be prosecuted. They should absolutely be dealt with. Right. But this idea <laughs> that somehow you're helping any when you see statistics like this, right. it's just crazy. You right. see cities that are beginning to refund the police yes. because they realize Good. the defund the police, it didn't work. No. It didn't have the intended consequences. And and the thing that I've said all along, the people that suffer the most mm-hmm. with these 
defund the police mm-hmm. are, are the very people that need it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Absolutely. not hurting the highfalutin, mm-hmm. high salary. You know, it, it's not hurting the politicians because right. they got their own private security. Exactly. It's exactly. hurting the people that absolutely well, need that protection. Well, let's pray that that trend will go down in 2022. Well, and one of the things that I want to just throw out there, we've talked about it a couple times this year. If you know people in law enforcement, mm-hmm. this is a great time of the year to say thank you. It's mm-hmm. a great time of the yeah. year to bake some cookies. Yeah. It's a great time of the year, you know, to buy them a cup of coffee, you know, your favorite yeah. uh, Mad Goat coffee, whatever yeah. it may be. I saw my friend Rachel Rice on social media yesterday, took home-baked cookies to the police department. Yeah. She did that yesterday. Yeah. yeah. One other story that really jumped out at me. Do you see these huge Christmas trees that corporations or oh, yeah. businesses? Yeah. The Fox that- News Christmas tree, 500, how can there be a $500,000 Christmas tree? But $500,000 yeah. Christmas tree was set on fire right. in an intentional act of crime. Right. They arrested him, right? They arrested him. But he got out. They took him to jail and he walked yeah. that very day because yeah. of bail reform laws uh, in, New in New York State. And uh, they, they videoed the guy walking out. And he didn't seem to, you know, he was blaming somebody else. I mean, he's mm. caught on video right, doing right. it. But um, I just think we've got to rethink some of what's happening Respect. in our world today. Yeah. Respect for others' property. Well, and, But the good news is, I think they, didn't they put up another one and they got they another did. one going? And they did. They they're did. not going to break their Christmas spirit. That's right. Think, but, but, but I just think, you know, you see these yeah. acts of crime taking yeah. place. Yeah. And um, does there need to be law reform? Probably. There probably does need to be some reform. I don't there know also how... needs to be consequences Absolutely. and holding people responsible. Yes, 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 yes. Crazy. And so um, I guess just the challenge, let's be a part of the solution, mm-hmm. not be a part of the problem. Don't burn down the Christmas tree. Don't trees. burn down the Christmas tree. What do you know about the French? Do you know much about the French, France? Uh, weed. This is like a setup. What did you say, weed? <laughs> we. We. Oh, I thought you said weed. I was like, Steph, this is direct line. No, what are you we. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Not much. I don't know much about the French. So see, you know, I was, in I-, I was in Ivory Coast <laughs> right? and they speak French yeah. and I don't. Yeah. So um, I- I'm trying to learn more about it. Okay. Well, there is a movement okay. in France. Yeah. I-, I guess in the the French language, there's only two pronouns. Hmm. There's the, the male yeah. and there's the female, the, the masculine, the feminine. Well, isn't that true in well, but I think in a, in English there's a there's Him, a third program. Her. There's a neutral right, or neuter, right? Them. Isn't that right? Yeah, right. But I think in in French, French there's, there's not. not. Okay. Although there is a movement to add this third pronoun. Okay. And um, it's kind of the wokeism okay. that's happening. Well, many in France are rising up, not including the president, the President Macron. Macron and his wife, yeah. and they're saying absolutely not. Good. Now, here's what I find ironic about it: is that he specifically has said we can let wokeism stay in America. <laughs> we don't want wokeism coming. to France. Here's what's ironic about it. Both the French and America had a revolution about the same time. The Mm -hmm. American Revolution, you could make the the case, was very much grounded in Judeo-Christian principles. Now, maybe not everybody would agree Mm -hmm. with that, but Mm -hmm. you look at some of the very first passions in the Constitution, Mm -hmm. religious freedom, freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. Uh, The French Revolution was very much a godless revolution. Mm -hmm. It was very much a secular Mm -hmm. revolution, Mm -hmm. and it almost seems like things are twisting and turning Mm -hmm. and changing. Mm -hmm. I just find it funny that you have, you know, the most prominent leader of France Mm -hmm. saying, America, you can keep your wokeism. We're fine with our pronouns pronouns. the way they are. Keep them the way they are. So I I don't know. Any thoughts on that? Uh, Well, it just led me down a little thought of an article I read this morning. I I think it's Penn State, the swimming team. Yeah. They have a... Penn. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Penn University. The the women, uh, the the women swimmers there are saying, we got this, you know, we have a transgender who... He's going... He's going to beat us and everything. And I... I, It's all... He's not going to. 
He is. He has. He's, yeah. he's shattered every right. female record. And there's no chance the for them to even right. attempt. So right. I know you're talking about pronouns, but it leads down a bigger yeah. rabbit trail yeah. of, you know, men, women. I feel bad for women who have worked all their life. I mean, it's going to yeah. totally obliterate women's sports. Right. Right. At least they're at that at that university and for those women. So. Well, and you see this great um, fight developing really between feminists uh-huh. and then your transgender activists. Uh-huh. And you, you have like a J.K. Rowling, one of the leading feminists. They're trying to cancel her. Martina mm. Navratilova, mm-hmm. one of the leading feminists mm-hmm. in athletics, uh-huh. is being canceled because they're saying exactly what you're saying. Yeah. This is wrong. This hurts women. Right. This hurts girls' right. sports. Um, I had an area school leader. I won't name him because uh-huh. I don't have his permission. Uh-huh. But he said, if we're not careful, uh-huh. there's not going to be girls' sports. Right. Because you're just going right. to, it's just becoming a mockery right. in many ways. Right. So that might be something we need to deal with in depth uh, on Maybe. a well, further you, episode. Well, I mean, last week we yeah. kind of talked about it with, with abortion. I right. mean, right. women are, they're, they're taking away, I mean, the, they're, ta- right. they're making pregnancy a right. disability. Right. They're they're making right. women compete with biological men. <laughs> women are the ones that are getting the the bad part of the deal on this. Right. So anyway, sorry to take no, off no, on I a like that. Trail, and but. that's a great segue. Uh, we did talk with Bethany Hager for two segments last right. week about the Dobbs versus Jackson right. women's health case and mm-hmm. what that's going to mean. Uh, great op ed by yeah, uh, somebody it. by the name of Sarah Isger. And um, she kind of looks at the Supreme Court, and that's kind of what her mm-hmm. world is. She worked for the Dispatch, but she wrote an op-ed for Politico, mm-hmm. and it's really three scenarios right. that she sees playing out. Does All- she land on the one where you kind of landed? Well, she said she went into this saying she thought they would uphold the Mississippi law, right. but keep Roe, right. keep um, Casey, not, not after... But now she's saying, after listening, listening to, to the oral yeah. argument, she thinks Roe and uh, Casey and are going to be overturned. Kind of that is, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Which is a little bit different than what uh, Bethany Yeah, Hager and landed, I hear but... where Bethany's coming uh-huh, from. Uh-huh. Um, and again, it's all speculation. Right. Now, something right. I did not know, this is kind of getting in the weeds here, but, you know, Casey uh, versus Planned Parenthood in 1992, a lot of people thought that was only 19 years after Roe versus Wade. A lot of people thought that that was going to be a Supreme Court case that was going to overrule Roe. Okay. That was the speculation uh-huh. going in. In, and they didn't do it. Right. They upheld it and they really even strengthened it. Mm-hmm. I heard this week on this same podcast that actually a Supreme Court justice flipped late in that process. Mm-hmm. They'd heard the oral arguments in December. The case was ruled in June and it originally was going to overrule Roe mm-hmm. versus Wade. And Justice Anthony Kennedy uh, in late May changed his vote do you and think- upheld. And so and the whole point is. Who knows right. how it will end up in June? You do you know? think it's a good idea to wait that long? I don't. Are they influenced Steph- by? Do you think are they influenced by people? And is that a good thing to be able to have time to be influenced, or well, should yeah, they make their decision and stick with it? There are groups absolutely trying to influence on both sides right. of many cases, but right. you're looking at a six month period of time. Mm-hmm. Now the case is made. Well, they need that time to write their opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, you are the Supreme Court of the United States. Mm-hmm. You're telling me six weeks isn't enough time to, to write your opinion? Do you really need six months? Mm-hmm. And is there lobbying going on? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there always has been, mm-hmm. and there always will mm-hmm. be. And I'd never heard that before, that uh, Casey mm-hmm. uh, came very close really? to, to mm-hmm. overruling Roe versus Wade. That's why the Christians need to be praying. That's right. That's right. And I'm going to sure. link this yeah. on my Facebook page. And again, she's not really 
saying this is what she wants to happen. Mm -hmm. This is her basically saying, I listened to the oral arguments Mm -hmm. twice. Mm -hmm. I read the transcript once. Mm -hmm. And this is the three options that I think are possible. And this is the one that it sounds Hmm. like they're really leaning toward. I need to do a history segment before we go to break. I can't get away with uh, no history. I've only got one. December 16, 1773. That is 248 years Mm -hmm. ago today. Mm -hmm. The Boston Tea Party. Wow. Now, do you know much about the Boston Tea Party? Not a lot. Well, so this is during the time when America was controlled by the British. Mm -hmm. Okay, we were colonies, and they had imposed very significant tariffs. We'll Mm -hmm. just call them taxes on the colonialists. And there was a real frustration when it came to tea. They were only allowed to have one tea. And uh, they decided that they they were were only allowed to have one tea. All other tea was outlawed and you had to drink English tea that was pay that you had to pay this huge tariff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You want to study the American Revolution. It's a fascinating, (laughs) fascinating study. But um, on December 16, 1773, um, a group of rebels decided they were going to uh, send a message to uh, the king across the pond, mm-hmm, and they, they dumped uh, shiploads of tea overboard, and uh, many people believe that it was valued at eighteen thousand dollars. Now that doesn't sound like a lot today. It does to me. But in seventeen seventy three, yeah, yeah huge, yeah. huge amount of money. So afterwards, did they get their choice of tea? Uh, no. Afterwards, it got worse. It got they worse. went from bad to worse, and that's so have- when the king decided. Um, I, I'm I'm not taking this anymore, mm. and that's when it really took the conflict to a whole new level. Yeah, huge moment in America's fight for independence. Makes me so. think of the rebels today. Like, well, <laughs> hey, there are some that have tried to make that case mm-hmm. that civil disobedience today is really no different mm-hmm. than what you saw in the 1770s with mm-hmm. the colonists rising up. Mm-hmm. Um, I struggle to connect those dots. But it does kind of make you scratch your head, doesn't it? Do you does think make that you they think? were wrong to get on the ship and dump the tea? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm glad you, you and I would probably not be living in the United States of America if the colonists would have just decided that yeah. all is well. well just, yeah. But isn't it funny how we look at historical events mm-hmm. differently mm-hmm. than maybe we look at modern day current mm-hmm. events? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. You know I, I don't know. Maybe either. there is some hypocrisy there. I don't know. But anyway, great day in history. <laughs> I guess so. 248 years ago. <laughs> Let's go to break. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back. After. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermillion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. 
Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg. And if you're just joining us this morning, maybe you're just getting up and around and or maybe in your car and you're hearing us, you've missed a, a good episode. Uh, we had Mike Holvey on with us. And so, you know, I don't know if you know this, listeners, but you can catch us on a podcast That's later right. uh, in the day. Yeah. And I would encourage you, if you missed the interview with Mike Holvey, to catch that because he had some really good news. He always has good news. Yeah. He's always so positive, but yep. great news um, sort of for the uh, mental health and substance abuse uh, problems here in Vermilion County. So I'd encourage you to check out that podcast. Now, you know, we could not do uh, Direct Line without our sponsors. So Greg, why don't you tell us who those sponsors are? We are are. so blessed by our sponsors, Don and Deanna Witzel from McDonald's, Chris and Daisha Robinson from Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight from Lakewood Insurance, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tank Wash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, Dean Winter. And we've been in... uh, the studio the last two weeks we wouldn't be able to do this without triple d i didn't know what that stood for but <laughs> now we know his middle name derek's middle name is dion named after dion thomas awesome. i saw dion thomas on saturday at the illini game <laughs> stephanie he's six nine wow um, the Massive, all-time huh? leading scorer in illinois basketball history and uh that was just an incredible incredible game illinois ended up losing but um, I had not heard the Assembly Hall. It's called State Farm Center. Mm-hmm. It's still Assembly Hall in my mm-hmm. world. N- had not heard it that loud in two years. Awesome. It was really a lot well, of fun to so, be there. So maybe attendance is coming back to these things, and we're seeing it in well, church, too. Maybe attendance, attendance was back. Starting. It was packed on 
Saturday. Yeah. How about the last two Sundays at Second yeah. Church? Yeah, how about you know, it? It's been really see cool. Some people that we haven't seen for a while. Well, and again, you know, numbers. I, I think it's uh, one of those things that I've learned through COVID is that you can make numbers say a lot of different things. Sure. And I think if you're putting your hope and your confidence in the number of people that go to your church, that's probably not you know the primary metric. Right. But um, you know, before COVID, we would hit what around thirteen hundred mm-hmm. something like that on a Sunday, and you know, we haven't been anywhere near that. Right. Obviously, we shut right. down for four and a half months, and right. it's been a slow climb. And I think I told you guys a couple months ago, I, I didn't know if we were going to see mm-hmm. a thousand again. Mm-hmm. Well, the last two Sundays in person attendance, mm-hmm. we have had over a thousand. Mm-hmm. I thought Sunday just looked great yeah. in Maine Auditorium. And it's, like you said, it's not about the numbers, but it's you know, you know when you're when you're in a church like ours that has multiple services, and sometimes you don't know who's in what service. When, right. when you see someone back, you're like, "Oh, right. I, I've missed them, right. and I didn't even know I missed them." Right. You know, you just don't know where they're at. But yeah, and the testimony that I've heard from people that have just started coming mm-hmm. back is, "I didn't realize how much I missed church. Yeah, I didn't realize how much I yeah. missed being here." Yeah. And so, um, yeah. and just a reminder, we continue to live stream. We live stream every Sunday at nine twenty and ten forty five. Mm-hmm. The main auditorium where you and I are most weeks is the nine. 20 mm-hmm. Kylie and his team are at mm-hmm. 1045 and Stephanie our, our numbers have stayed strong online you know I hear mm-hmm. from people that right. don't live around here right. they've now really kind of locked in right. and this is their place of worship and mm-hmm. I don't think it's an either or I had a ministry friend not long ago say he wanted to just wipe out all online I don't mm-hmm. think that's the answer mm-hmm. even though I think in person's a better experience mm-hmm. we've got friends right now that are struggling right. with COVID they're right. sick right. they're going to be able to worship with us Sunday if they choose to yeah. do that yeah. and so I I think it's just a, a great time, definitely. Mm-hmm. Hey, this week at Second Church, it's week four of Advent. We've been looking at Advent through the prophets. We've looked mm-hmm. at Jeremiah and Micah and last week, Zephaniah. Yeah, thanks for bringing that. That was a fun sermon. It really was. I, I asked how many of you have heard a sermon <laughs> or a lesson from Zephaniah. I don't think a hand went up all three services, right, right. you know? And yet, what a rich passage. You yes, know, Zephaniah yes. 317. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love it. You Sidebar, know? you know, I, t- I transcribe yeah. sermons, so yeah. I'm just... the. The pastor is just getting to Joel. So we're going to oh, go okay. through all the prophets. He's doing them all. Wow. Oh, yeah, he does wow. them all, but I'll get to listen yeah. to all of it. So now I maybe I'll cl- learn something. I took a class this summer with my did. friend Wayne Kent yeah. on the Minor Prophets, yeah. uh, the Book of Twelve, yep. and it really helped me a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm excited about Malachi, although i got to make a confession at 5 till 9 on Thursday. I don't have much of my sermon done this week. It's been one of those crazy weeks. And I get really anxious if mm-hmm. by Thursday morning when we do radio, mm-hmm. I'm not. Well, you really along. got out of the flow of things when you went to Africa. I, I mean, did. that really throws off your And I've struggled to get back, yeah. you know. So and this we, week, we have funeral, had yeah. a funeral last week, right. and, you know, you want to put a lot of time and energy into I believe into your that. congregation will be gracious towards well, you, and I believe that you'll come through with a great um, sermon. Today's so. a big day, let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how that plays out. Um, the videos that we've been able to yeah. share each week. Uh, last week, Val Shelton mm-hmm. on Joy. Mm-hmm. That video has been shared like mm-hmm. 35 times mm-hmm. on social media, mm-hmm. and uh, I just love so much mm-hmm. her passion. Love her passion for Celebrate Recovery. Mm-hmm. You know, just a reminder, Tuesday nights, uh, mm-hmm. Celebrate Recovery, come on out, all are welcome. Yeah. If you have a hurt or a hang-up or a habit, you were there Tuesday yep. night. I missed yep. this week, yep. but was great. I'll be back next week, and uh, this next week, our friend Dale Daniel is going to be teaching, mm-hmm. so it'd be a great time mm-hmm. to check it out if you've never been to Celebrate week, Recovery. This week, though, the video that we're talking kind of highlights adoption and fostering, yes. and so I'm excited for that Yeah, one. Aaron Hetrick, mm-hmm. and it is a powerful, powerful video, and this week, the theme is love, Yeah, so good stuff. Hey, talk a little bit about Christmas Eve at Second Church. It's going to be two full-packed hours, 4 o'clock and 6 o'clock. Our 4 o'clock service is usually the most attended. Uh, Which why is that? 
well, I think because people want to get home and, you know, have their family traditions yeah. at home. So, yeah. um, okay. so if you're going to come, uh, come early for four o'clock. And if you don't care about four o'clock, then come at six yeah. o'clock. And, um, you know, we'll have videos with children, um, adults, great music, um, some good teaching that's going to help us to uh, focus on Christmas time. Yeah. Um, you know, how we can spend our time, uh, even the last couple of weeks here leading up to Christmas. Yeah. It's going to be a great one-hour Christmas yeah. Eve service. Yeah. And I, I, again, if you don't go to church, mm-hmm. uh, no judgment, but you are invited to yeah, join absolutely. us at Second Church. And there's a lot of great options here in Danville. Yes. One of the things I love about our community is yeah. the number of strong churches mm-hmm. that will do a great job on Christmas Eve Yeah, I've Eve seen some candlelight year. services being offered, not on the 24th, but different nights. Right. So you can, right. kind of, if, if your actual Christmas Eve is busy, you can catch it another night. So, so. let me tell you a dream real quick. What's on that? the way out, mm-hmm. I would love to get to the day that you and I do a Christmas morning worship service every year. It's not happening this year. It will happen next year. Do you know why it'll happen next year? Because Christmas Christmas is on a Sunday. But I would love to just have a very basic, like, 9 a.m., 8.30 a.m., Christmas morning well, worship service. Well, I think there service. are some denominations that have that tradition. I was up in Gifford. It. Is it Gifford? Yeah, yeah. Gifford for yeah. a community event, and yeah. it was sponsored by the Lutheran Church. Yeah, and, and they do it. they do a Christmas Day yeah. worship service. So I'm so. planting that seed with you. Okay. And uh, we'll see where that okay. leads. But I just think what a great way to start your Christmas Day celebration. It is Jesus' birthday. That's right. And so 30 I minutes, guess. 35 minutes. Think about it. We'll see. Hey, good news segment. We okay. got about a minute left. Yeah. We brought Pam Sexton from the Second Church Book Club uh-huh. in. Yeah. Give us the results of their great fundraising drive. Well, they must have collected at least 2,400 books because they said they're giving away 2,000 books. Is right, that right? Right, um, So right. every student at Mead Park gets at least two. Two hardback. Two hardback books. And then they're going to- The vending machine. Vent, you know, stock their vending machines. And then they said they saved 400 to yeah. kind of be feed for next year when they pick a different school. So, so here's the cool thing about- about that. I was in Africa when this idea came and we were kind of talking about it. And one of our staff said, I love the idea and I'm all for it, but I just don't think they're going to get that many books. (laughs) I won't name him, but, um, but I actually agreed with him and I thought, you know, it's going to be a real disappointment if we push this and we don't get books. And it's just a reminder, never put a cap on the generosity of God's people. And it was an idea that formed not too long ago and look how it grew. Good. Those, those ladies did a great job That's right. and guys that participated. Well, Hey, next week is the second annual direct line Christmas Woo-hoo! special. Don't miss it. And Steph, thank you for being in studio up early That's on right. a Thursday morning. Absolutely. Wouldn't well, miss it. on behalf of Triple D and my friend Stephanie Spangler, You're his face red. this is Greg Taylor saying so long. We'll see you next week on Direct Line.